0: hello everybody it's ken from neon goldfish we used to consume all our video through the television nowadays we spend countless hours on platforms like youtube facebook twitter linkedin instagram you name it watching endless hours of video so how do we go about leveraging these platforms to tell the story of our brands how can we use video to attract new customers to our businesses in this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast, we host Doug Dyer from Crossing River Studios for a chat about video production and video marketing. Doug's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to videos, so when he agreed to come on the podcast, Justin and I were super pumped. In this episode, we cover the future of video marketing, tips for the do-it-yourselfers out there, the video production process, and what to look for when hiring a video production company, along with some other things. We hope our conversation with Doug will get you excited about integrating video into your marketing and sales efforts and give you some valuable insight on how to get started. Enjoy.
1: Hey, everybody. Glad you are with us for this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast. Ken and I have a special guest on today. We're going to be talking with Doug Dybert from Crossing River Studios. Uh, Doug has helped us out with quite a few video projects in the past. He is an expert when it comes to video marketing. Um, Yes. Somebody thinks I'm an expert. Yes. (laughs) Somebody thinks you're an expert. You know, Doug, uh, Ken and I have been talking a lot about the importance of video for your business. It's untapped. We think that there's uh, a great opportunity for people to get additional exposure to their brand and figured that uh, it'd be a great topic. And, uh to have you come on the show and, and give us your insight. So how's it going today, Doug?
2: Well, good, guys. Good. Yeah, it's going good. I'm excited to be on the show here. I'm um, looking forward to the chatting in depth about um, video and,
0: and video marketing. Great, great, great. Hey, Doug, why don't, uh, just for the listeners out there, why don't you give us a quick overview, a little background about who you are, a little bit about Crossing River Studios. Um, fill us in a little bit on that, if you could. Sure. So. I got started back in January
2: 5th, 2005, creating uh, video content for, for businesses and nonprofits. And um, my, I would say our, our, what's the word I'm looking for? Our sweet spot is definitely creating uh, brand videos that, that tell a story, that, that talk, that show how a product or service interacts with a real person's life and makes their life better. So um, obviously since January 05, a ton of video innovation has uh, happened since then. Um, As we all know, it's definitely been interesting. (laughs) I was thinking about that this morning. I always do like after I get the kids off the, uh, off to the bus, I kind of do a walk around the block, just kind of clear the head and think about, you know, the day and, just thinking about this the the arc of video, and you had like the standard definition video, and then then you had this uh, standard definition, but then it went to what's called twenty four frame per second video, where mm-hmm. video looked like film, and then obviously HD, and now and now you have three sixty. I mean, well, you actually have they have the two K, you have the four K, and they have in the three sixty, which we're actually. I just decided we're we're getting into creating uh, and producing three sixty videos now. Um, but for me, like I think the biggest and the coolest thing was that that twenty four frame per second. I know it's old school, but it just it, it made that video look like a movie. Nice. So I think that was that was a, a I think a big change for video.
0: So- Put us in a time frame, Doug. When was that? That was that back in two thousand five when it was the twenty four frames per second. Yeah, a it was bit of a backlog of the progression of going from the twenty four frames per second maybe to the three sixty. And uh, I'm an, I'm going to plead ignorance. And just, <laughs> to the sake of our Actually, it's true ignorance. And, and give me a little bit of detail on two uh, K, four K, three sixty as well, please. So,
2: so yeah, four K. Uh, so remember, I graduated. Um, for the University of U- U- Toledo film program in 2004 and then I believe it was around that time that it came out because I called my professor up I said hey look I'm looking into looking to going into business here what kind of camera would you recommend and he's like oh dude you gotta check out the the Panasonic DVX 100 man it shoots 24 <laughs> frames per second video man it's totally awesome sounds so amazing. <laughs> I, I jumped on it and uh you know a lesson from a, maybe if you're looking to start a business, don't, don't go into debt so I decided to go <laughs> in, I decided to go into debt right away and without a, a solid plan in place but hey worked hard, made it through and then so obviously then when HD came out and then even with 2k and 4k you know you can do 4k on your cell phone now which honestly you really just don't need for <laughs> online stuff um, YouTube, um, will will convert it down to that person's cell phone speed, which is about 720p. Um, I output all my stuff at 1080p just in case somebody does want to watch it full HD, but typically depending on your net speed, you're watching at 720p, um, 4k and 2k is just essentially, it's nice to have. If you're going to, I mean, blow it up, even on a huge movie screen, you don't really need 4k. 4k is nice. Like say you're a photographer and you're shooting what's called raw, raw footage. Um, you can, it's nice to have it in post to edit with. That's really about it. Cause you're, cause I, I just had a, a drone uh, guy do some drone footage for me, shot it at 4k, but I, you can end up down converting it down to 1080p, uh, just so it works. And that way people can consume it easily on their phones. Just cause you right. know, as well as I do with web design, you have just moments to catch somebody and somebody has to wait for a video to upload. They're like, yeah, no, forget sure. it. So forget it, exactly. So so that's kind of, and then obviously 360 video is still fairly new. Um, even the workflow for it on the back end is definitely interesting. I was just doing a bunch of research on it yesterday trying to decide if I really wanted to make the jump to, to shoot 360. I could see it for a lot of unique applications. Like I have a dentist client uh, here in Columbus, Ohio that has that's been want, that's been having us do these like office video that's showing like the the modernness of the office kind of making people feel comfortable about coming to the office. So I was thinking about it for them for even for for them for doing a, a 360 video where it can move and interact. so it's all about cool. this interaction, getting people to engage with it and even Facebook video ads are just now starting to support uh, a Facebook video ad. Mm-hmm. Not just the video. You can see it in Facebook, but they they have an actual ad. It's actually not even supported on iPhone as of this moment. Um, it's supported, supported obviously, with your desktop and a, a Droid, but not iPhone yet for whatever crazy
0: reason. Interesting. So do you see that type of uh, video setup? Uh, you know, you got the rise of virtual reality coming into play and uh, that type of experience. You know, tie-ins to that, obviously, you have uh, – the VR device is becoming more and more, I think, affordable and such. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm kind of geeky for, about that stuff.
2: For the average, cons- you know, the person that's the average consumer, I mean, VR is, it's obviously pretty um, immersive experience, but when you're, when somebody's on their, their Facebook page, or if they're on, you know, Instagram or Twitter or whatever social media platform, they're not going to, Hey guys, hold on one second, I'm gonna pop out my gigantic oh my VR sure. VR thing and put this on my head and watch this ad. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's That's all great. about getting that attention. <laughs> I mean, it's you have Mo you have like two you know, two to three seconds to grab somebody's attention as they're thumbing right. through their stuff. Yep. So to have their thumb hit on your thing and then all of a sudden it's spin and move and have somebody talking. Yeah. So it's it's definitely definitely pretty cool stuff. That's which is why we're considering doing it. But to be honest with you you can have all the technology in the world, but if you're not creating content that engages, mm-hmm. people are going to not be interested. That's, that's really the bottom line. Anybody can go out and get the stuff that we have. They can go out like the camera I'm looking to get for 360 uh, costs uh, 345 bucks. I mean, there's a lot of our stuff in the back end and that I got to get to obviously make it work. But, yeah. um, but it's getting cheap. It's getting really low. Like when, when Star Wars Episode One shot with uh, was one of the first films to shoot digitally, and a lot of that same technology is—I mean, it's in your iPhone. But when it when it, it when it came out to be digital, Steven Spielberg and uh, George Lucas were like, it's, the game's changing, I mean, it's no—it's no longer going to require." Hundreds of thousands of dollars for somebody to make a film. Content now becomes king. Mm-hmm. Sure. So as a as a business owner or as a nonprofit, you really do have some some powerful uh, tools in your hand to to create some content. But the content has to be engaging. That's yeah. that's the that's the number one thing. It has to be engaging. Making a video for the sake of making a video isn't going to do anything. It has to has to be engaging and it has to hit targets. You have to set a target for it.
0: Absolutely. Now you, you bring up a bunch of awesome points there, Doug. in In that uh, makes me wonder the direction because you have advancements in technologies, we have advancements in platforms. So the camera, the equipment cost is is coming oh, down. Yeah. So the barriers of entry there are mm-hmm. reduced. Uh, we have platforms like Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all these different places we can place video to get in front yeah. of different audiences. LinkedIn, mm-hmm. yeah. LinkedIn, yeah. What's the yep. future? I mean, what, what do we see? Maybe short-term, long-term? I mean, long-term might be a little bit harder to project, but immediately, right now, I mean, where are we at now and where do you see the video marketing uh, trends headed?
2: I see. I mean, even it's it's video, man. I mean, engaging video content. That's that's where it's... it's. Really, I'm, not, I'm just saying that just because I do it for a living, mm-hmm. sure. but it's if that's really where it's going. Facebook is actually testing... Uh, walls that have no text they're all just it's just all video
1: interesting but i mean so if i'm completely new to video where do i start with all that depends on uh what what you want to do what
2: your what your goals are If, like say you're you're a do you're a you're a dyi person and Mm. you want to you're you kind of wanting you're you're loving the video thing but you just you don't know where to start I mean the biggest thing is like if you want to do a video yourself, you got to take into consideration a few things um first obviously the cost of entry, but the cost of entry is actually pretty cheap there's a right. couple of uh a thing you can get software now like Pinnacle studio uh has a great uh video editing software you can get for fifty nine dollars and it has enough tools and bells and whistles that you can at least start chopping up some stuff and put some calls to action in and then um, Rode has a great mic, uh, a microphone you can attach right to your, your your cell phone, and gets really great audio, which is important. I mean, you can make iPhones make great video, and I've seen people who have posted films, short films that they've shot using just the iPhone. And the business are like, "Oh, this is awesome! I can make movies. I don't need a video company to do this. I can." Like, look at this guy. He's making a video with his cell phone. It looks <laughs> just like a movie. But what they don't show in the back end is
1: telling. that they
2: have a sound engineer. They have a guy with a, that's a right. director of photography. They've got uh, big things flagging off lights. So the light looks good. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that it's, it's, it's an illusion you're seeing that, yeah, yeah. great. I can hit record on my cell phone, but that, that guy's cell phone also has a whole bunch of, really expensive lenses he's attached to his iphone (laughs) to get different shots so it's all an illusion people it's all yeah (laughs) so if you have a 360 (laughs) view you can see the all the all the people behind that uh, behind that camera so Uh, good stuff i I think i went off in a uh, on a rabbit trail
0: no 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 (laughs) that's good
2: stuff. (laughs) did i not okay good yeah uh
0: as far as the uh the do-it-yourself because we you know we want to touch on uh you know, obviously, Crossing River Studios, your professional uh, video production uh, studio, and with that, you produce. You have that that equipment that you speak of that that takes that uh, to the, the next level. I the thing that popped in my head when when you said that is is uh, yeah, I wonder why. The video that my wife shoots of the kids, uh, you know, it look eating like spaghetti that? at the dinner table. Why doesn't it have the dramatic effects that
2: <laughs> you put
0: like a, a, some it,
2: gladiator yeah. music behind it? That you know, awesome. right? <laughs> Are you not entertained?
0: <laughs> oh, so, we talked a little bit about the do it yourselfers and some things, and you you mentioned uh, Pinnacle Studio and, and a type of microphone there that you can hook up to the cell phone. And we'll yeah. include uh, links to those in the show notes for any folks interested in referencing what Doug yeah. brought up there. Um, talk to us a little bit, though, Doug, about um, you know, you got the do it yourselfers, and, and you know, I see these posts on the internet. Uh, you know, uh, most of them are, are Pinterest fails where, you know, someone sees a picture on pinterest of a baby with uh, a diffused background with lights and stuff and they try to recreate yeah. it themselves it looks horrible right <laughs> yeah <laughs> in the event that the do-it-yourselfer out there is shooting video and their final product's not quite turning out to be the uh representation that they they hoped it would be or they're not satisfied with putting that out w- with their brand on it um they obviously would seek the professional services of someone like yourself, correct?
2: That yeah, that would be the hope that they would uh, that they would wise up. But <laughs> well, <laughs> some people, we hope so. Some people are are a glutton for punishment. Sure. And, uh, it's kind of like you know I was, again I was thinking about that this morning too. It's kind of like you have a like say you got this cut you have a pretty deep cut on your on your arm or your hand, and you're just like, oh, crap. You know, I don't feel like getting... St- I do pay for somebody to stitch my arm up. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go on YouTube and figure out how to do it. You know, it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful, but I'll save some money. Only
1: I might waste a bunch of time. I might get
2: infection. <laughs> <laughs> I might get infection, and I might have to go to a professional and say, please fix the the mess that I just created. My arm's turning green. <laughs> But hey, I can give it a shot. So and and, and for DYI, you know, it you, you can do it in some applications. Uh, not I mean, not everybody. Yet you don't have to have professionally done all the time. Obviously, um, for if you're just doing a simple like, say, if you're a nonprofit, and I've I've given some talk to some nonprofit group leaders and they say, hey, you know what? If you've built an audience, I mean, Facebook Live is an incredible incredible tool to talk to your donors about uh, what you're doing. That way, that your donors can see, hey, here's where my money's going toward. Here's where who my money is, is is affecting. So for applications like that, it's great. But yeah, if you're really looking to uh, create something that's going to reflect uh, the why and what of your of your business, it you really, unless you have somebody on staff that kind of has somewhat of a clue, you really have to to talk with somebody that professional like like us at Crossing River Studios. Um, about how to get that plan because again you can get the equipment but it's all about creating a piece that's to your specific audience to speak their language because if you're not speaking their language it's gonna your message is gonna get it's gonna get lost in translation
1: sure
0: absolutely no and you bring up an interesting point because There's two different – the Facebook Live videos, they even require some planning. I mean, unplanned Facebook Live video shoots, uh, I think Antonio Brown proved that this past weekend that maybe (laughs) – Maybe
1: that's not a good idea, idea, idea. right?
0: (laughs) Have a little thought put into what you're going to say when you flip that camera on or what might be said in the background. But in the same sense, uh, you bring up planning. In having a uh, the 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 who what when where how why yeah uh, is it the message targeted towards your buyer persona your target audience uh, additionally what-, you know, what do you want
2: your audience to feel right after they've watched your video because video invokes it invokes emotion you know when you it's it's called it, we have in our brains what's called mirror neurons so it's the same those neurons, ref- they reflect kind of what, what you're seeing. So like when you're, for example, when you're at a movie and you're watching a really intense action film and you're, you're really into it, they say, Oh, I was into it. That's because those mirror neurons are firing. You're, you're, you're into what you're watching or if you're watching a, a scary movie and your, your wife or your girlfriend or your significant other jumps at a certain scenes, cause your, your mind is reflecting that. So, when somebody's watching a video about your brand and it's a real person talking about how great uh, this product or service is and how it's affected their life for the better, it makes that person viewing that video have those feelings of, of positivity yeah. and, and happiness. and They're going, oh, if they're having that experience, I, I want that same experience too.
0: Absolutely. in, in that is something a trained eye can pull out of the the, the, the actual shot, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Awesome. Now, uh, with regards to that, what, you know, we talked about the plan, the process, and you have some some insight there, but um, you kind of have a process that you go through when uh, you're making a video or someone's approaching yeah. you. Can, can you talk a little bit about that process? And also, <laughs> sure. uh, I, I want to segue, it's kind of a two-part question, uh, what sure. your process is, and then also touch on when someone has reached the point where they say, okay, this, this do it yourself, uh, approach is not for me. I'd like to go to the doctor and have this, this wound stitched <laughs> and the, the green stuff taken away. My green arm. <laughs> my green arm. I'm no not way. the home. <laughs> what, what should they be looking for when they hire, uh, a video production company?
2: Sure. So, uh, my process, uh, first is, is, sitting down or having a phone conversation about what the needs are, uh, what exactly are the targets that they're trying to reach? Because that will kind of, that will determine, because there's a lot of different applications out there, right? There's many different ways to approach it. Um, And with that first initial meeting, learning about what what their targets are, what their needs are, and then I can give them, a good range as far as what their budget, what their costs are going to be associated with creating that video piece. And if that's a good range for them, um, we'll, we then set up a, a face-to-face meeting. Um, and then with their key people, all the people who are going to be uh, affected, all the people who are going to be kind of involved with creating this content and who is it's going to primarily benefit. Cause especially if it's, um, you're creating video content, which is huge right now um, for your sales team, your salesperson, mm-hmm. um, to get them in on the conversation to, to talk about what their pain points are. You know what, what, what are the objections that they're getting from their, their potential clients? So we can create essentially a video that um, hits on all those um, objections that they're getting. Um, and then once we once we do that, we'll we'll start we'll start planning out. Once once we have that meeting, we can get a real solid idea of what exactly the budget's going to be, and then begin setting if that that's and if that cost works for them. We start talking about uh, film dates and start really nailing down the creative. And then once filming, say we, all the filming is completed, um, we go into the editing process, and then we edit the piece until we have a. Uh, the final version that our our clients are wanting. And then from there, uh, we also offer, um, which I think is a huge downfall from a lot of video companies, um, and that is the ability to do video marketing for our clients Um, for absolutely no cost extra. Mm. We we set up their YouTube channel properly. We make sure that um, video SEO is done properly. Uh, for example, like we uh, we did a v- video for a, a chiropractor in the the Grove City, Ohio area, which is a suburb of, of Columbus, Ohio, where we're based at, and he wanted to specialize. He wanted to do stuff with pediatric chiropractic care. So, within the video, we had him say, "Pediatric, uh, hi, we're uh, we're Tree of Life Chiropractic. Uh, we are we're a chiropractor. We are a chiropractic company. We do pediatric chiropractic care." In Grove City, Ohio. So, when some, so with those words, when they say those words within a video, they become keyword optimized. And the only way they become keyword optimized is if you upload or correct transcriptions on the back end of YouTube. YouTube re- YouTube doesn't have the best uh, transcriptions for closed captioning, and kind of as like a thank you um, from Google, if you correct those, if you upload a <coughs> transcription, we we transcribe or for the shorter video. We'll go through and correct all the words so they're actually the real words being said in the video. Those words become keyword optimized. And when we uploaded his video, build out his YouTube channel, his video got on the front page of Google, not just the video search, but the actual front page for his search terms within 10 minutes. Nice. That's that's the power of, of a really of a video that's planned out, that's keyword optimized in the front end and the back end. And on a YouTube channel, YouTube is obviously extremely powerful, second most uh, searched search engine in the world right now, right. just underneath Google itself. And Google owns YouTube, so Google, you, you're probably seeing, seeing even video search results uh, now on the front page because um, obviously they, they like that revenue um, from, from ads. And that gets me to um, if on the back end of your YouTube channel, there's a little box you have to click that won't allow advertisers to advertise on your videos so they can monetize it. I can't tell you how many clients who I've worked with had a YouTube channel that just wasn't built out properly at all. They just mm-hmm. uploaded a video just for a hosting and had ads turned on. For my clients, if, I, if, the, if, if they wanted me to, if they have competition that has videos on YouTube, I could see if they don't have ads turned on. And if they have ads turned on on their videos – I could tell YouTube through a Google AdWords campaign, hey, Google, I want my 30-second video to play before my client's video, before my competition's video. So when your competition's – somebody's searching your competition, my client's video will play before the competition. (laughs) That's
0: brilliant. Nice.
2: So it's – even even big – there's a big uh, Costco that have ads turned off and somebody uh, hijacked their YouTube channel. It was for this giant bear that they were selling, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you, you, "You could find this giant bear, and then have ads turned off." And somebody was pre-rolling an ad before their video. That's it's amazing. like even big companies like Costco aren't are in the video savvy, which you is just which is crazy. I was
1: giant bears yesterday, thanks to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: So. <clears throat> Trying to think where I was. Sometimes I go off in the rabbit trails, guys. No, so you're fine. Yeah, real yeah. Meaning, you, were, so. you were talking about <laughs> your, your video marketing services. So, and the, uh, e- so, a lot of video companies, thanks for a reminder, Ken, they won't, they'll just say, Hey, your video's done. Here you go. We'll see you later. Good luck. And they're not. And usually the that co- the business owner, that consumer is like, What do I do, next? Uh, uh, what do, I do now? <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on my website. And then they get pissed off because. Of course. Their video is not hitting their target and it's not converting. Yeah. So that's why we decided, you know what? We're going to help our clients uh, not only create the video, make sure the, that speaking to that audience, but we're going to help that's them market helpful. it. We're going to show them how to launch uh, for free. We'll show them how to launch. We'll teach them how to do a Facebook video ad campaign and how to properly target their their audience via Facebook video ad campaign for free and if for some crazy reason they're like you know what I am just I can't do this this is more than what I what I anticipated but we, re- we really want to get this out there we'll actually we could do monthly support of uh, of marketing their video for them via Facebook video ad campaign and a YouTube uh, YouTube ad campaign nice for them because we want mm-hmm. the biggest thing we want them to see is return on investment as quickly as as possible and Video right now for marketing, for the consumer, for the business owner, is, is so awesome. Um, and the reason why it's awesome right now is because Google and Facebook are at war for video supremacy. They, they want to be the video kings, right? Mm. Back in 2015, a lot of people don't know, but back in November 2015, Facebook video uploads surpassed YouTube video uploads. And that pissed off Google a lot. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> they' did. They don't like to lose because they make about $80 billion a year off YouTube ad revenue. And then then Facebook is starting to cut into that. So that's why you're seeing all this, uh, even the back-end analytics, which a lot of people don't even take a, uh, two seconds to do. But the analytics on the back-end of your YouTube channel and of your Facebook video ad campaign are so huge because you could see – uh, who's interacting with your video? When are they dropping off? Do we need to make tweaks and changes? You know, is are they getting to our call to action uh, soon enough? You know, Maybe. so is it engaging people? So there's a lot of ho- hosting options out there um, where you can add like call like a call to action button like right in the video, and they're interesting, but they're they're also really expensive. And to be honest with you, I don't think they're really worth investing in. And uh, investing in like a properly build out youtube channel and doing facebook Mm -hmm. uh, because google at a moment's notice that they're like you know what let's let's have the ability for our people to have a call to action at the end of their video it squashes those other video hosting companies like a bug sure so they're nice but all you really have to do to have a great call to action i mean obviously in your video but having a a contact form that's created by you guys or a button that's just right next to it or a contact form sure. is just as good. Because at some point in the video, like if you want that pop-up to come up, that has a click here now to get more information, fill out this. How many people love pop-ups when you're <laughs> watching something? I mean, we all just love pop-ups.
0: Absolutely. best <laughs> we,
2: we love going to a website and having somebody like – Actually, you no. Know, it, it was actually one of your clients. <laughs> he had me do. A, <laughs> uh, somebody wanted a green screen walkout where they walked out on their website. We won't name that client. But sure. I don't think you can even remember him now. But they had like the cheesy walkout of "Hey, welcome to my website." <laughs> they probably got to "Hey, welcome to my click off."
0: <laughs> yep, exactly.
2: <laughs> so to have a pop up come on just it doesn't work. So if you're if you're creating an engaging video and if you go on the back end of YouTube, there's a, a um, a, a section in your advanced advanced kind of pull down called audience retention, mm-hmm. and if your audience retention is above forty percent, that's considered excellent. And and then you have like relative audience retention, and that kind of compares it to um, all the different um, videos in your in your length category, I should say. Interesting. So, but. Very cool. Um, very, very. Cool.
0: No, that's some awesome insight on on the the YouTube uh, analytics and some of the settings there. Uh, that uh, I think some of our- throwing a lot of information out there. So no, that's hey, info that. overload. So good. That's that's awesome. No, I and mean, we appreciate that, Doug. We do. Now, I just want to back up in your process for one quick second. Sure. Here you. I didn't even get to the D Y I yet, but you didn't at all. <laughs> no, no, that's uh, next. Perfect. The uh, step of Stay the tuned. process <laughs> with creative. What goes into uh, what's the creative process look like? I mean, I understand that you might have some different types of clients, some probably more involved, yeah. some are less involved. Are you storyboarding? Are you uh, showing up and in, in uh, kind of doing some improv? What's uh, what's the process <laughs> uh, typically? I understand that it probably yeah. differs from each job, but maybe walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, sure.
2: <clears throat> the process. What we'll, what we'll usually do. Is obviously we'll sit down and figure out what the targets are, what they want to hit, and that really determine what type of video needs to be created. And um, the most powerful video that I see work, and it's it's really our bed, our bread and butter, is is the the story based brand video where it's taking. Um, and I don't I don't know anybody that's not to kind of I guess toot my own horn, but I don't really know anybody that's doing this approach. It just kind of dawned on me one day. It's like you know why does somebody go to a website? they go to it because they're looking to see if what you offer could solve their issue, can solve their problem. And having a video that tells the story of, of how, what you do creates somebody's life better is huge. And what we do is I I like my, have my clients think of their three or four top demographics that they want to go after or that they currently do business with. They just say, you know what? Think of like a, a couple of your bread and butter clients, and think of, a, of of a of a clientele that you want to do business with that you've done this with in the past. But you're like, man, I want more of those clients. That would just be incredible to have them as a as a client. So, and what I do is I take those three or four individual stories about that product or service, and I and I, I'll sit down, I'll meet with them, and I'll interview them. And I'll have questions from the, you know, from that from that person. You know, what what do you want them to talk about? Really, what do you really want them to hit on? Because usually when you ask somebody in the video, being a video, people think, oh, it's, oh, they're going to say no. Most people, honestly, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, people say, oh yeah, sure. Especially if they're happy, if they're a happy client that you've done business with in the past, they're like, totally, I'll definitely help you out. So, and all we really need for as far as like for us, we just need their info, we just need their name and their number. Um, to contact them to set it all up that way, the business owner is can be hands off or as hands on as possible. Nice. So, which is good because people, you know, especially a small business owner, that yeah, obviously you're you're busy, so you you don't need to be on the set. Just give us some basic direction, and we can be off and running and get you an edited piece within a few weeks. Um, so what I'll do is I'll sit down. We'll we'll have it. This have it's like we're doing now. We'll have a conversation. Um, we'll I'll get them to to say things that. Um, you just really can't script out because it's real. Um, I try to be as, as real as possible. So, and then I film a probably about 30, 20 to 30 minutes of actual content uh, from each person. So you're looking at about two hours, two and a half hours of content. Um, and then we go back and we edit it. We edit it down to about a two minute ish video, depending on the content. Okay. And the whole goal of that video is that it lives on your front page of your website, so it keeps your, your potential client there longer, but the ultimate goal is to get that potential client to see themselves within that video. We want them to recognize themselves and go, oh, hey, that's me. I had that mm-hmm. issue. Oh, gosh, yeah, I remember having that problem. And once they see themselves, then we kind of have, they're, they're at the top of that that sales funnel, right? They're, they're floating around at the top. So from there, we actually create Another video about the three to four different people will create breakoff videos uh, from those different people, which is another minute 30 possible two minutes in length. And we'll go deeper into how that company or that person solved their problems. So they're just they're further going down the sales plot line. They're discovering more about that person and they're liking more. So they're watching that video and again just going a whole lot deeper into it and then that's where you really hit them with the contact form the call to action to move forward because they're like they're going to like what they see. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of the of the creative process in the back end but sometimes animation videos were popular for a while but honestly it's it's the the my clients that see the biggest return most quickly is the this approach and this style of video where you're using real people? It go it kind of goes back to you know the Amazon reviews. You're reading reviews from real people, so video just uh, not only are you getting these real people, but you're getting to see that product in action, that service in action. Because you're, what you're doing is you're intercutting the story uh, with those three or four different people. You're kind of going back and forth with all the different demographics, but you're also putting what's called B-roll content for those of you that don't know what b-roll is it's essentially video that goes over the talking the talking people so it's video of your product or your service in action so they're seeing the the actual job being performed or they're seeing that that product being used by that person that's on camera i
1: love the fact that you're creating a new video for you're creating different videos for that buyer where they're at in the buying cycle that's awesome
2: yeah, it's it, it just kind of was this kind of it just kind of dawned on me one day. It's like you know, they're seeing the video, they're liking right. it. I mean, people, people, they're they're not. I think people when they go to a website, they see a kick butt website made by Neon Goldfish, <laughs> and <laughs> they're they're on the site and they see the video, they're engaging mm-hmm. with it. They're people are looking for reasons to do business with you. They're not looking for reasons to not do business with you.
0: Sure, absolutely. That's why they're there. Right? So.
2: Yeah, that's why they're there. They're looking. They're 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 hoping what you do can solve right. their problem. So by having that video on there, it just it amplifies it because you're people learn in three different modalities. You have the visual learners, you have the the audio learners, people who learn by listening, And you have the kinetic learners and people who and those people that those those type of learners learn by uh, visually the, seeing somebody do something. And also by touch, um, and I actually, and then I was just kind of exploring that a little more in, in depth, and just did a Google search on it, just trying to find more about uh, kinetic learners, and ended up um, at the uh, emailing back and forth with some people over at LSU that specialize in creating that type of learning content. And I emailed and I said, "Hey, look, what do you think about video for these types of learners?" And they're like, "Oh, video is huge for those types of learners," and it made me think of that potential client. Your potential client may not be, may be a yeah. reader. Your potential client may learn by listening, but your potential client could be that connect learner. So you're really, with video, it hits on all those types of learning modalities.
0: No, that's, that's awesome and a great point made. And, you know, Justin and I, we talk a lot about that buyer's journey and the different stages. That a consumer goes through when making a decision and in focusing in on those those challenges those pains yeah. is super important to connect with them right away. And video does you know so much more than than text. I mean, sometimes we search for just a, a well chosen photo, and mm-hmm. video is just that next step up. And then to further drill down into that buyer's journey uh, is a spectacular uh, approach to you know again i I don't know anyone that that doesn't like to or wouldn't opt for the video obviously some people do like to read and the only complaint (laughs) i ever get from video versus text is you can't scan a video as easily as you could a a page of text but in the same sense i still sit through a video and (laughs) watch that <laughs> yeah. over, uh, reading, especially if it's poorly formatted text just, that we run into. Yeah. I, right? uh, I, uh,
2: I, at my, uh, my, not, I did a big talk for some nonprofits that I mentioned earlier and how I opened up my talk was, um, I just, uh, w- one of the things we do is we, we have each video professionally transcribed, really powerful video that we, that I made for a company based in um, the Netherlands, and uh, they're a, a water, uh, they're a membrane capacitive deionization company. And just uh, really cool things with water. We just did a, a really kick butt video for them. And uh, anyway, so I had it transcribed, right? And it's just this gigantic block of text. And on the, on the overhead screen, I just said, All right, guys, uh, before we get started, I just want you to take a second and just read this really quick and i popped this thing up and the second i popped it up they all go oh
1: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> really,
2: they all groaned i said i said don't worry i said guys this it's really important to just read it so i gave them like oh like 30 seconds to a minute and i decided, all right guys i'm i'm joking but i said when people go to your That's website and you have that that text on there your potential donors are going oh crap i got to i don't want to read this or your potential business clients going oh man i just I just want to find what I I need. I want to. I don't want to read a gigantic block of text. Exactly. My bosses tell me I got to get this solution solved like now, like yesterday. So, yeah, that's that's the same feeling people get when they when they see a a giant block of text. They just get like they they get bummed and disappointed. Sure. Yeah. There you go.
0: (laughs) Answer my question quickly and get to the point.
1: Get to the point.
2: Yeah. That's that's we all are. Yeah. Yep. So. And then for the answer to your question about the DYI stuff now, if, you've, if, you, if you try DYI, and some people are even interested in having a potential uh, hiring somebody to maybe be on staff, but even to make that investment, to have somebody that um, actually knows what they're doing and to, invest the, to make the, the investment in with the equipment that you need, you're looking at a, a minimum investment of $150,000 at minimum to get somebody that actually knows what they're doing and the equipment that you need. We use like the equipment that I have. It's about fifty dollars to $60,000 in equipment to to create that, that content. Yeah, so, let alone the time that say you have involved you, you, in,
1: in doing
2: the, the, it. Then, yeah, that's the most valuable asset. It's, I mean, money. I mean, if you're a business owner, I mean, you're listening. To, you're already smart if you're listening to this podcast. You crave information, right? Because your time that's is right. valuable you're listening you're listening to this podcast where you're cruising into work because you want new and creative ideas so when when you're gonna try to waste time on creating something, you know it's you can't get that time back. you can always make more money, but you can't get your time sure. back um and uh, and uh, I guess an offshoot of that it's like you can even think of like I was thinking about that the other day. it's like, gosh, my kids, I have four kids, ages eight, six four and one, I'm like, I said to my wife, I'm like, you know, and like, I said, we really only had like 10 years with these mm. kids. And she's like, wow, you just made me really depressed. <laughs> <you.">
1: <laughs> have another one. So, <laughs> But even like, yeah, that, that shop
2: is, that shop is closed. <laughs> that shop is closed. But even, even think about it, even with your business, it's like, how many, you only have like, what, if you're, if you're, uh. A business owner or a salesperson, you have eight. If you're a real go getter, may ten. If you're nuts, twelve hours in a day to uh, to really accomplish the things you want to get yeah. done. Why waste your time with clients that are tire kickers okay. that have maybe gone to your website? They've read stuff like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of interested. A nice thing about video is when they're watching that video and they're really engaging. If they f- if they felt that contact form they decide to engage because they watch that video that salesperson, it's already a warm lead. You're not going to spend a million sure. years trying to beat them over the head with facts. They're already warmed up. So say you've, you've done this video yourself and it's like, oh, gee whiz, I've wasted a week of my time. I've ignored my my family in the evening, so I'm trying to edit this video and it's just not turning out. Or you have somebody on staff that maybe you think could could possibly be that person. Um, we, we do, I do offer personal, uh, consulting services. Um, I can consult with that person either on a, on a, an hourly, a daily, or depending on how long you need me for, I can do it even for a week or even longer, uh, to really get, just to really help that help you create that video plan that you need. And if that person you have needs training on how to actually, film something properly and how to how to actually do it we I can do that as well so and I literally just started offering that maybe about a week ago so awesome for those DIY people that are tired of the DYI cool. grind and it's like you know what I'm d- I need to go to the next level let's do this thing I could definitely help them out and or cool. consult with them on creating the content
0: that they awesome. need so very helpful now Doug what about, about the person who doesn't want to take that leap because it is a sizable investment. You just outlined hundred K plus Yeah, lime. It is. And so they, they make the transition from, you know, do it yourself. This isn't for me. However, I don't want to hire someone or I don't want to tag a particular member of my staff <laughs> as uh, you're going to learn how to shoot and edit video. Um, and then, the and then second,
2: get mad at them if they, if they suck.
0: <laughs> correct. correct. <laughs> and so then they, the, the, op, the obvious next step would be hiring, outsourcing this to someone like yeah. yourself. Yeah. What are some tips that you could provide the person making that stuff? Sure. And you know, how, what, what should they be considering? How should they approach what warning signs or uh, red flags, green flags, that either they found somebody great or found one someone that maybe they should uh, pass on. Uh, yeah, it, it, when they're hiring a professional video company, definitely. Well, the, the I the first thing
2: you, you want to do is, is is um look for re- look for re- real people reviews. Um, if they're if they've been established for a while, they're going to have reviews. Um from past clients. So you want to see if they have they have credible reviews, if they have even video reviews. We have video reviews on our website. Um and the other thing is you also you want to look at their portfolio. You know, look really really check out their portfolio and find some videos that you like. If you're looking at their portfolio and you're like, well I think they can do it but I'm not sure then you just need to move on because you don't want to again you don't want to waste your time. So Say so you do find somebody you like their portfolio, um, you know. Obviously, call them up and to see how they are personality-wise. Um, that's a huge one because they're going to be working with you. They're going to be working with a person on on your team or your staff. You want to make sure that their personality that that they're going to actually be collaborative with you and not just create something that they think uh, you that you need, um, but something that you know that the video piece that they're going to create is going to hit your target. That is so, so important that they, that they are collaborative with you. Um, now, I mean, that doesn't mean that, um, they can't give you advice. I mean, take their advice. They've been doing it. They know what they're doing. Take advice. But if they're, if they're snappy with you or if they're just not that personality mesh, you don't get a feel just even talking over the yeah. phone with somebody. Um, if they're not that right personality mesh. So, and then you want to get a budget range, you know, um, don't, don't give away the, uh, s- some clients will ask, well, Hey, you'd give a budget range in mind. You know, I wouldn't reveal that range right away. I, I would have them tell you what kind of range you're going to be in. Cause sadly you get a lot of, uh, video companies out there that'll just try to jack their aid up on you. And once they know what what you're willing to spend oh i'm willing to spend uh you know ten thousand dollars well you're in luck because the video you want is like nine that
1: for you. nine thousand five hundred dollars
2: right I, I i that's so what a coincidence uh that's great <laughs> so those those are the are the cues to to kind of pick up on but um if you're if you're looking just to kind of just kind of information g- uh gather and maybe get up, get a plan in place. If you go, if you go to my website, crossing river I got a bunch of tip videos called Doug's tips. You can go on there and there's a whole bunch cool. of tips on, on creating, uh, creating a video that will help you justify your cost, how to better, better manage your time using, uh, using business with you in business with video, how to even start creating your brand video in three easy steps. You know, this, I have blog tips like that on video blog tips where it's me actually, actually teaching on it. And if you go to my, the site uh crossing river and on the front page we actually have a video i I just did it's on the top the top three trends in 2017 that i'm that i'm seeing for video that i did a bunch of research on and i think it's extremely valuable information so if you're just wanting to learn more even to start the planning process go to the website and uh click on doug's tips and you'll see a whole bunch of great video content there just to kind of get your thought process going
0: Beautiful. And we'll include links to, to all of those resources Doug just mentioned in the show yeah. notes as well. Cool. So great, some great insight there, Doug, on what we, we should look at uh, when, yeah. when we're starting to vet different options for uh, having, having that, uh, that hire, they hiring somebody else yeah. to do that. So. And then unless, unless you know what you're doing with video marketing, I mean,
2: some companies are starting to offer, it, but I. It's kind of it's, it's crazy that that not more video production companies are are helping their clients on the back end market their video. So if they can, if they can also not only create the video content, but they can can somebody. teach you how to market it. If they if they kind of go, if they kind of go silent on the phone or look at you like with a blank <laughs> face. And you're like, can you show me how to do no. video SEO? And they go, uh yeah that's not gonna be good for me sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't want to you don't want to do this right. with them you
0: know perfect nope great great points and that's a, sounds like a good value add that you're you're providing there for for your customers so um now doug I know that you have a, a side project it's a little bit of a niche uh, market but uh, can you tell us a little bit about that uh, recently launched platform that you have
2: yeah well I've um I get a lot of uh, resumes and people who have graduated from a video school or or a film school. And um, I started a a website called Success After Film School just to teach people who want a career in video how to find their niche and start their their own business. Uh, So that's one of them. And then the other one, we are actually uh, getting ready to launch here probably within the next, oh, Three to six months, to be perfectly honest, Um, it's going to be a a course for your your DIY people who who want to do it themselves, but again have no clue where to start. Um, Creating an online course that you can get a membership on that will teach you how to develop a plan, how to get the right equipment that you need to um, to shoot your own stuff, and how to do the video SEO, um, all the back end. So if you want. If you want to be the first to, to know when that comes out, go to the website CrossingRiverStudios.com and uh, fill out the contact form and let us know that you're interested. Or jump on and uh, get that 2017 Top 3 Trends video uh, to check out. And uh, we'll let you know when it's uh, when it's available. So, But I was going to jump on it a whole lot sooner trying to get it out. But I really want to take uh, some time with it and be very purposeful with it. Uh, make sure that's that's going to provide a real value for the for the DIY people.
0: No, that sounds like an exciting resource. I think uh, a lot of uh, a lot of value will uh, will be found with that. Um, but yeah, if you
2: know somebody that obviously that wants a career in video uh, and they want to learn, yeah, have them go check out successafterfilmschool.com. dot com and for literally just ninety seven bucks they can get this video course that teaches them everything that they need to know. Very cool. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a giving back type of a thing. Yeah, I need to make <laughs> some money off it just to keep it going. But but it really is kind of a giving back type of thing just because I hate to see people who graduate and they have these, this great knowledge in video and they want to do something with it but just have a do doo idea where to start because you don't, you guys know as well as I do. When you, took, when you did website design courses, they, they taught you how to do the website design, but they didn't teach you how to get no, the clients.
1: did not. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> awesome stuff. All right, Doug. I, I think I just uh, – I've got your three video trends of 2017 coming to my inbox. You're going to see my email in there right now. So hey, I'm sweet. I'm excited to take a peek at that. Cool beans. All right. Um, anything else that we want to touch on today or – we cover everything, guys. Doug,
0: Doug, is there anything else that we missed that you wanted to to bring up?
1: Um, you know,
2: not off the not off the top of my head. I think we we hit on a lot of cool, a lot of unique things. And if uh, you're out there and you you need help with video, check go to crossingriverstudios.com dot com awesome. and fill out the contact form. And if you wanna if you want uh, just like consulting, <clears throat> let me know. I'd be more than happy to talk with you and. And help you uh, get started with video. It's if you're not doing video, it's you. You, you need to jump on it now. Jump on, jump, jump on, on the that video uh,
1: train. Jump on that train <laughs>
2: on the video train and and jump all away. right, guys. Well,
1: we try Perfect. to keep these to an hour, uh, Doug, We appreciate uh, your your coming on the show today. Hopefully, what we absolutely thanks for having me. Um, you know, I think that uh, we got a lot of information out there for video, and hopefully, everybody uh, has a better understanding. It was, I hope it was helpful. Sometimes I like to, I I get excited and I just, I (laughs) kind of ramble
2: (laughs) video this. My wife's like, what What are you talking about? No,
0: you, you hit some, made some awesome points today, Doug. And and I think that there's a lot of value presented here. So we're looking forward to uh, getting uh, this podcast recording out to our audience.
2: Yeah. I'm all about learning and and education and and just educating people. So yeah, that's why I, I just recently launched that tips page. So the Doug's tips. I love tips. the Doug's
1: tips. <laughs>
2: Good stuff.
1: All right, guys. Uh, thanks again, Doug, as always. Um, Thank you. Everybody, you can yeah. check out the show notes at neongoldfish.com forward slash podcast. You can also connect with Doug at crossingriverstudios.com. Make sure you hop on there and check out Doug's tips area. I'm sure there's a lot of awesome information in there. Um, You guys have a great day today, and uh, you'll be hearing again from us next week. Take care, guys.